Welcome back to Recurrent Events, current events for Retro Minds. It's Jason again, and this was a big week for news. We've got a new president in the White House. Vaccines are finally here for the pandemic we are going through, and the NFL is on the road to the Super Bowl. But you guys aren't here for any of that. It's time to escape to the past for a bit and take a look at the retro pop culture news that surfaced this past week in our world. It's time for the latest movies, streaming, music, collectibles, so much more in this week's recurrent events. Before we jump into the headlines, I wanted to pass along that I'll be following up on stories from past weeks in what I'm calling As Seen on Recurrent Events. As Seen because yes, we are on YouTube now, showing visuals for each story, and in the new review series, I'll be posting videos featuring some of the items that we've been talking about over the past several weeks. Whether it's collectibles I've picked up recently or a new fast food item I want to try, as seen on recurrent events, we'll give you a closer look at the stuff you've seen on the show. The first video hit YouTube yesterday featuring the new Masters of the Universe Hot Wheels cars that I found in Target recently. I snagged all five of the vehicles and opened them up and give you a closer look at them. So be looking for As Seen on Recurrent Events videos. And a special treat for our VIPs over on Patreon, they will get to see those early before they go public on YouTube and on the RetroNetwork.com. And remember, you can become a VIP just for pledging two bucks over there on Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash the Retro Network. Plenty of other perks comes with your pledge as well. Okay, so without further ado, Let's check out the retro pop culture headlines that were in the recurrent events feed this past week. We're leading off this week with streaming news and a few services that are uh, offering some new content come February. The main one this week is over at Disney Plus. They are bringing back The Muppet Show starting February 19th, all five seasons. I am so excited for this. It has been, I don't know, probably a decade at least since I watched a episode of The Muppet Show. I've caught uh, little clips here and there on YouTube, but uh, I remember watching it growing up and just loving all the celebrity guest stars and the little skits that went along with each episode. So that is coming February 19th to Disney+. Plus. Also, if you subscribe to Hulu, coming February 18th is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, it was one I saw in the theater and didn't hate it. Uh, <laughs> if that's not a, a ringing endorsement, I don't know what is. Uh, no, it was uh, it was fun. I enjoyed the movie for what it was and uh, the performance of Jim Carrey, almost uh, back in his '90s style, uh, more than uh, what we've seen him in the last you know several years. So that is coming February 18th to Hulu. Also on February 1st, you're going to get six of the Star Trek films over there on Hulu. And uh, also some 80s and 90s movies to watch out for coming February 1st. The movie 9 to 5 starring Dolly Parton. Witness with Harrison Ford. Some kind of wonderful. And uh, more in the 90s, John Grisham's The Rainmaker. G.I. Jane. And uh, Mars Attacks. Very fun movie. And then coming to Tubi in February. A few from the 90s, uh, My Girl, Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley, Wild Things, and also the My Little Pony movie that came out in 2017. So be looking for those titles coming to streaming in February. 
According to The Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment One, which is a subsidiary of Hasbro, has signed House of Cards creator Bo Willimont to adapt the Hasbro board game Risk into a TV series. There's uh, no real details right now as far as uh, where they will actually take that classic board game and uh, you know are they gonna spin it into some kind of Game of Thrones type series to uh, gain control of your territories and all that if you remember the old Risk board game. I do admit that was uh, not one that I played a lot just because it seemed to be a, a longer game and a lot of setup but uh, I don't know if this is uh, good or bad. <laughs> we'll just see how this uh, turns out and we'll get more details as they tell us about this Risk TV series. Also according to Deadline, America's Most Wanted is coming back to Fox as a network show and it's set to launch in March. Emmy winning journalist Elizabeth Vargas will be the new host stepping in for John Walsh. According to the story, the uh, goal of the show will remain the same, enlisting the public's help to track down some of the country's most dangerous fugitives. And it sounds like uh, the new series does have the blessing from John Walsh and uh, could appear on the program, according to the story. But uh, I do remember watching America's Most Wanted. My dad was a huge fan when it first hit the air on Fox and... Over the years, I have watched episodes here and there. I think it jumped uh, at one point over to maybe Lifetime, maybe for a season or two, and then uh, it uh, you know, finally ended several years ago. But uh, it is making a comeback, so America's Most Wanted. Get ready to uh, catch some fugitives on Fox this March. Disney Plus has announced the new Turner and Hooch television series adaptation has its director for the pilot. It's going to be McGee, who was the director of Charlie's Angels, Terminator Salvation, several others. This time, uh, the main character, Scott Turner, is going to be a U.S. Marshal, played by Josh Peck. They've also got uh, several other actors already lined up, and it will be a 12-episode season to start. No time frame yet on when they plan to release it, but it sounds like filming will be pretty soon. HBO Max has set its cast for the Head of the Class reboot series. They've now got Krista Miller, who you might know from Scrubs, and of course several other young actors. Jorge Diaz, who you might know from Jane the Virgin. Dior Goodjohn from Glee. The reboot does come from Scrubs creator Bill Lawrence and his Doozer Productions. So uh, fingers crossed on this one that it will uh, maybe tap into some of that Scrubs humor. I was a big fan of that show. And perhaps that will carry over to the Head of the Class reboot. Rumors are circulating that Batman the Animated Series, which is considered by many one of the greatest superhero cartoons, might be making a comeback over on HBO Max. Now right now it's just in the rumor stage, but uh, Batman news... Also, uh, Kevin Smith uh, on his podcast is teasing that there are some reliable sources behind these rumors that the series could come back for its 30th anniversary next year. Of course, the series is known for Kevin Conroy as the voice of Batman and Mark Hamill as the Joker. But right now, there's no confirmation on if the series is actually going to move forward, let alone bring back those iconic voice actors for the series. I didn't catch it back in the day. I did uh, watch it uh, oh, a few years ago all the way through, I think when it came to Amazon. 
and uh, now that I'm a subscriber of HBO Max, I've watched an episode here and there. So this is very exciting as a Batman fan and uh, just a fan of the series overall. It would be great to bring it back for a few episodes next year. Speaking of reboots and uh, high school, Saved by the Bell, the reboot series, has been renewed for a second season of 10 episodes. This coming from NBC. It's over there on Peacock, of course. Right now, it's the number one show on the streaming service, and it's just the second original series to get a new order of episodes. I did watch the pilot. Um, I thought it was okay. It really wasn't enough to uh, get me to subscribe to the Peacock premium services to you know watch the entire series but I did check out the pilot and uh, it was fun for what it was worth but I guess I would uh, just prefer to go back and watch the uh, the original episodes uh, versus these new ones but you might have a different opinion would love to hear that in the comments or over there on Twitter but it is uh, popular enough that it's getting a second season and going back to Hulu for a minute freaks and geeks remember that show it's available to stream on Hulu right now, and it's bringing back its original soundtrack. Now, apparently over the years, uh, as it's gone from streaming service to here and there, apparently there's a lot of licensed music in there. And, you know, a lot of times in these shows, they have to plug in songs just because they don't have the license anymore to play the song in a broadcast medium. But the AV Club this week confirmed that uh, Viacom closed a deal to have all the music licensing for the entire series. So if you're a big Freaks and Geeks fan, you're going to want to be on Hulu this week and uh, check out all the episodes. Alright, jumping over to movies, if you are a fan of Frankenstein, you're going to want to check out the new documentary on Boris Karloff in the works. Voltage Films, currently in production with the feature documentary Boris Karloff, The Man Behind the Monster. It will examine the 60-year career of Karloff in the entertainment industry and his enduring legacy. According to Variety, the co-producer Ron McCloskey has dedicated 23 years to the project, traveling the world to do extensive research, and 50 interviews have been filmed for the documentary, including Guillermo del Toro, Christopher Plummer, John Landis. So this should be a good one. If you're a fan of Boris Karloff, the original Frankenstein, check out Boris Karloff, the man behind the monster, in a new documentary coming soon. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory prequel is in the works. Based on the character Willy Wonka, Warner Brothers has set a March 17th, 2023 release date for the movie just entitled Wonka, which is a prequel focusing on the younger days of Willy Wonka. Paul King of Paddington will direct and David Heyman will be the producer known for the Harry Potter franchise. The uh, official studio description says, quote, a young Willy Wonka and his adventures prior to opening the world's most famous chocolate factory. So this is just a uh, first announcement. No uh, actors have been tied to the project yet, which is set for March of 2023. One piece of music news to pass along from this past week if you're a fan of the Australian band ACDC, there is some unheard music coming written and sung by the late Bon Scott that will be released later this month. 
on Cherry Red Records. Before Scott was with uh, ACDC, he fronted the band Fraternity for four years, and in that time they released two albums, but they also recorded enough material to assemble into a third album, which will round out the set for Fraternity. The new box set is called Fraternity Seasons of Change, the complete recordings from 1970 to 1974. So if you're a fan of the Bon Scott era of ACDC, and even before that, if you're a fan of his, you're going to get some new music coming later this month. Over to video games now. If you're a fan of the Resident Evil series, which dates back to the mid-90s, Capcom announced a new shooter game titled Resident Evil Reverse. It will be a multiplayer shooter featuring characters from across the franchise and feature teams of four to six players, each with characters that will have their own unique set of skills. When a player dies, they'll be able to come back as bioweapons like the Nemesis, William Birkin, and Jack Baker. And just a note, Resident Evil Reverse will be free to play with the purchase of Resident Evil Village. So, Resident Evil fans, you're going to get a new game very soon. And you can go out and watch the teaser trailer now on YouTube. If you watched my J-Play mobile game series on YouTube, you know that I reviewed the game Daddish which was uh, kind of a Super Mario-type platformer game that I was a big fan of. Well, Daddish 2 is here, now in the Google Play Store, and it's a free ad-supported game, which you can uh, actually remove the advertisements for a single in-app purchase. But uh, I would highly recommend Daddish, and uh, now the sequel, Daddish 2, which harkens back to, yeah, the days of, uh, like, Super Mario Brothers... Uh, even a little Super Mario Brothers 2 and 3 mixed in there with just the gameplay and how you move about the game. Very big fan, and I will be definitely checking out Daddish 2 in the weeks to come. Alright, a couple comic titles to pass along. The first is a new James Bond comic book coming from Dynamite in April. It's going to be titled James Bond, Agent of Spectre and will follow James Bond in the USA, but not as part of Her Majesty's Secret Service. Shockingly, he's there as an agent of Spectre, sent to eliminate an upstart rival Spectre boss at the bidding of Ernest Blofeld himself. This sounds like a really fun series. Uh, I have not followed many of the James Bond comics from Dynamite, but Bond as a uh, double agent? Yes, I'm all in on this. And also announced this week, coming in April, from IDW, a sequel to the My Little Pony and Transformers crossover book. Quote, while using a modified space bridge to bring magic to Cybertron, the Decepticons end up unleashing a more powerful evil from Equestria than they could have ever imagined. Two worlds collide in the return of this hit crossover concept. Unquote. Yeah, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> I'm, uh... You know, Transformers and My Little Pony, sure. I know the, the My Little Pony books have, uh, what did we say last week, are up in the uh, 80s as far as the uh, issue count goes. So there is an audience for these. I know there's an audience for Transformers books. So we will see how this does in this My Little Pony Transformers 2 number 1 coming this April. All right, we got a couple items to pass along in food. McDonald's. If you order through their mobile app, they are giving you Throwback Thursday deals through February 18th. Things like 25 cent cheeseburgers, 
25 cent small shakes, an apple pie for 20 cents, large fries for 35 cents, and a cheeseburger again for 25 cents on the last day. It happens every Thursday now through February 18th. Check the app and all you need is a minimum purchase of $1 to get those prices. What a great idea, bringing back those. They should just bring back the old menus as well. Make their, uh, you know, even though they got the modern graphics that scroll by and stuff, uh, just make it look like the old menus. I'd be all for that as well. Give it a full throwback feel. And then coming February 24th, McDonald's is launching three new crispy chicken sandwiches. You get the crispy, juicy, tender filet made with all white meat on a new potato roll, crinkle cut pickles, and I would assume mayo, but we don't see that here in the uh, pictures. There's also going to be a spicy crispy chicken sandwich, which is basically the regular crispy chicken sandwich, but with spicy pepper sauce. And then the deluxe version will get you shredded lettuce, sliced Roma tomatoes, and mayo on your crispy chicken sandwich. So, uh, yeah, I might try these out. I am a fan more of, uh, of chicken, I guess, nowadays than I am their burgers. Maybe that's why I'm at Kentucky Fried Chicken so much. I'm still waiting to try their new chicken sandwich. But, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, checking out these new crispy chicken sandwiches coming to McDonald's at the end of February. Also in food, uh, we learned about a couple Ghostbusters items coming to store shelves. And I guess that kind of replaces the fact that they pushed back the film again. Several films actually at Paramount got pushed back this week. Uh, it is now slated to come out, I believe, in November. But we are getting Ghostbusters cereal back on store shelves. According to Ghostbusters news, after months of speculation and rumors, there is a listing now on Walmart.com confirming the new Ghostbusters cereal from General Mills. Uh, it kind of looks like the old cereal. It's got the red, uh, like, cereal balls with white and green ghost marshmallows. I was thinking maybe back in the day they had a logo-shaped marshmallow, but uh, yeah, I'll be trying this out. That should be coming to Walmart uh, pretty soon. And then also, limited edition Ghostbusters-themed Twinkies coming soon. Now, you would think that they might do some kind of slime filling or uh, maybe a green cake or something, but it looks like your normal golden Twinkie, and it's got uh, like a blue and white creamy filling. Uh, it looks like fruit flavored from the uh, box. Uh, there was also an announcement this week for a new ghost coming to the Afterlife movie called Muncher, so uh, this could be tied into uh, his character, which looked blue from the uh, pictures that I saw on Ghostbusters News. Dot com, But, uh, yeah, you know, with the movie being pushed back, give me anything in the meantime to uh, kind of keep my appetite for both the products and the movie moving forward. And uh, I'm just crossing my fingers that Ecto Cooler starts hitting shelves here maybe this summer. All right, moving on to collectibles now. Super 7 teasing us over there on Twitter with a new image for some products coming in 2021. Those include... The Silverhawks, chances are those will be the uh, Ultimates version and probably reaction figures, the smaller three and three quarters figures for uh, Silverhawks. Thundercats was also in the image, and uh, according to Toy News International, it could be an Ultimates Thunder Tank that they are bringing our way. Star Trek The Next Generation was also in the image. Could be some reaction figures coming for them. Uh, Toy News International also speculating the... Uh, Part of the image was Power Rangers, and that could possibly be Power Rangers in their reaction figure line. 
And on the heels of the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer being released this past weekend, it seems one of the images is around Godzilla, so there might be some Godzilla reaction figures coming as well from Super 7. Mattel's Masters of the WWE Universe is up to Series 6 in this toy line, and we've got images of the four new characters that are coming out. You've got Kane, which looks like uh, maybe a little play off of Trapjaw with his uh, gun for a hand. You also got Bill Goldberg in there, and he's got some uh, accessories that look like Ram Man, as well as his uh, shoulder pads. You've got Stephanie McMahon as uh, Eva Lynn, which is uh, pretty hilarious to me. And then finally, the Ultimate Warrior, who uh, kind of has the He-Man chest plate and uh, a cape. So I'm not sure which uh, character in the Masters of the Universe line that they're going for with that. It, you know, some of these are not necessarily a mashup, but uh, yeah, there's your uh, four new characters in the. Uh, Masters of the WWE Universe coming. So a couple weeks ago, we told you that David Hasselhoff was selling off his personal kit vehicle. It looks like his car went for $300,000 at auction, a little below the reserve price, which was $975,000. So as we told you, he was going to personally deliver if the uh, price had gotten above that reserve price. But a car that might be a little more in your reach is the Knight Rider 2000 futuristic kit that is now up for auction. It was based on the prototype Pontiac Banshee back in the 90s and uh, was in the movie Knight Rider 2000, which was a TV movie. Very interesting looking car, a little ridiculous. It's so long and it kind of has that front end of the uh, Firebirds back in that era. Uh, where it has it, the, uh, the owner found it and uh, restored it and uh, is now auctioning it off over there on eBay. Starting bid right now, $20,000 if you want to crack at the newer version of Kit. Alright, as we wrap up this week, we've got several people to say so long to. Larry King, broadcasting on television and radio for more than 50 years. A true icon of uh, television and just uh, the interview show format. His national radio show lasted from 1978 to 94, where he then helped also to put CNN in the broadcast news game. Uh, just thinking about him and, and how long he was uh, on the air, you know, he's got that little cameo in Ghostbusters when they're doing the montage of uh, the, the press start covering all of the, uh, the activity there. You have Casey Kasem talking about them, and then you have Larry King also talking about them, so... Yeah, he was uh, a true icon in broadcasting and passed away this week at the age of 87. Also passing this week, Major League Baseball's home run king, Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank, who broke Babe Ruth's career home run mark in 1974, passed away Friday at the age of 86. He played 21 seasons for the Milwaukee and Atlanta Braves and finished his career with two seasons on the Milwaukee Brewers in 75 and 76. 21-time All-Star. And one of the most famous clips of him, of course, is when he homers off of uh, Dodgers pitcher Al Dowling at the Atlanta Fulton County Stadium in 1974 and him rounding the bases and kind of being mobbed by fans as he breaks the record. 
So we say it's so long to Hammer and Hank Aaron. Also passed away this week, actor Gregory Sierra, known for uh, Sanford and Son, and Barney Miller. He was 83 years old. He was uh, Julio on Sanford and Son. I remember him making several appearances. And uh, Sergeant Miguel Chano on uh, Barney Miller, of course. His passing was uh, thanks to a bout with cancer. He also had several guest appearances on television throughout the years. And a supporting actor in several films, including Beneath the Planet of the Apes, The Towering Inferno. He also had recurring characters on Hill Street Blues, Miami Vice, Murder, She Wrote. And uh, up through the 90s, he was still in movies. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, Hot Shots Part Deux, A Low Down, Dirty Shame. So yeah, a longtime actor, mainly known for his roles on Barney Miller and Sanford and Son. And finally, Mira Furlan, who was uh, most notably an actress on the show Lost and Babylon 5, just 65 years old. She was born in uh, Croatia and was well known in the uh, former Yugoslavia for her acting career. I know her best, of course, as uh, Danielle Rousseau, who was the uh, French woman in the ABC series Lost. Uh, she was also a voice actor in Spider-Man the Animated Series. And of course, Babylon 5 as uh, Minbari Ambassador Delin. Mira Furlan, just 65 years old. All right, before we get out of here, we're going to take you around the Retro Network, tell you what's been happening in the world of podcasts and also written features on our website. This past Monday, on the run-in, uh, Mr. Mass Library, Kevin Hellions, he started this new series called The Hot Tag and is uh, interviewing several people uh, in the retro community and just in our circles in general. From this past week, he was interviewing the co-writers of the new comic series Damned Cursed Children. Very interesting interview that uh, covered retro comics and horror movies, renting movies. Uh, it was very cool. You need to check that out on the Retro Network podcast channel, also under the House Show podcast channel. Also coming tomorrow, a new episode of Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, issue 28. They'll be going through and... Uh, I hope you enjoyed that special episode last week covering Comic Fest 93. I know I did. Special guest on there, Dean, talking about his experience uh, attending the show. Wizards is just knocking out of the park lately, so make sure you are subscribed if you are a comic book fan, especially in the 90s era. You'll definitely love listening to Wizards. Thursday, the house show returns covering Saturday night's main event. And this Thursday's episode, they're calling Fun in the Sun which took place in Tampa, Florida in December of 1985 at the Sun Dome. So you can kind of catch the vibe there as they talk retro wrestling. And coming this Friday, our brand new podcast series, Rental Return. Hope you will check that out. I'm actually producing the show, and uh, it's going to be a very fun format using our video heroes, seven interviewees who sat down with Adam and uh, went through a questionnaire all about their uh, previous history as rental store employees and uh, kind of leading up to that in our first episode is kind of their experience of uh, going to rental stores back in the day before they became employees. So check out episode one this Friday on the Retro Network podcast channel. You can also search Rental Return in your podcast app and subscribe directly. Very excited for this series that will be coming out twice a month. Over on the website, 
Old School Tim has been doing this wonderful retro commercials article series, and uh, as we are approaching the Super Bowl, he is checking out all of the fun Spuds McKenzie commercials from Bud Light back in the day, uh, especially in the 80s. And as that's coming up on an, actually an anniversary of the debut of Spuds McKenzie, you'll want to check out this article. That will be over at theretronetwork.com. So that's what's going on around the Retro Network. Hope you will connect with us this week. Uh, not just on our website, also our social media. At TRN Social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's where you can also contact me uh, regarding any of these stories. And if you want to just chat about a specific one, I'm here to... Uh, talk to you online make sure you're subscribed to recurrent events you can do that directly just search recurrent events in your favorite podcast app or we are also on the retro network podcast channel which contains all of the retro network shows you can find us in both places and of course like i've been trying to get you to go over there and subscribe over on youtube and you can have some fun visuals with all the stories that we mentioned youtube.com slash c slash the retro network to subscribe to our channel and you can also watch that first As Seen on Recurrent Events video with those Masters of the Universe Hot Wheels cars. So that's going to do it for Recurrent Events this week. Make sure you check out all the links in the show notes. Also on the website, and uh, I've got links to that in the YouTube description as well for you to connect directly with any of the stories mentioned. So uh, that'll do it for this week. Please stay safe out there. This is Jason signing off, and everybody have a great week. Mm-hmm.